Welcome to the Merkel Treehouse for Wednesday, March 29, 2023. I'm your host, Audrey Merkel, and we have a wide range of topics to cover today, so sit back, relax, and let your mind inhale 100% pure Bitcoin signal. On Monday, the U.S. Commodity Futures Trading Commission sued the popular cryptocurrency exchange Binance and its founder, Changpeng Zhao. The allegations state that Binance knowingly offered unregistered cryptocurrency derivatives products in the United States, which is against federal law. Is this more government overreach or those playing shitcoin games winning shitcoin prizes? Morton Anger is standing by to update us. Morton? Ladies and gentlemen, I come to you now from a small coffee shop in downtown New York. As I sit here, I hear the clinking of cups and saucers as the baristas serve up hot beverages to customers. The hum of chatter fills the air as people catch up with friends or conduct business meetings. The aroma of freshly brewed coffee and baked goods is intoxicating, making it difficult to resist indulging in a pastry or two. The ambiance is cozy, with warm lighting and comfortable seating that invites you to stay a while. Overall, it's a pleasant and productive environment to get some work done and report on the latest news regarding Binance running afoul of federal law. Folks, we've got another government crackdown on our hands. Perhaps yet another shoe dropping in Project Choke Point 2.0. This time, it's the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, or CFTC, going after Binance for violating U.S. trading laws. Now, I'm no fan of government overreach, but let's be real. Binance was breaking the law. They let Americans trade crypto derivatives without registering with the CFTC. That's a big no-no. But you know what really grinds my gears? The fact that there are still Americans out there engaging in the risky behavior of crypto derivatives. It's degenerate gambling, plain and simple. And to do business with Binance despite all their illegal behavior, pre-mined scam tokens and yield scams? That's just mind-boggling. Binance is running a shitcoin casino, plain and simple. They're no better than any other rent-seeking, grifting Ponzi scheme out there. It's reprehensible. But here's the thing, folks. This isn't new. Bitcoin maximalists have been warning for years that government crackdowns were coming. And what's the solution? Opt out of the tug-of-war between corrupt government regulators and scammy crypto casinos. Put all your money in Bitcoin. And if you have any on an exchange, remove it to self-custody. If you don't know how to self-custody, then learn to. Bitcoin is the only option. It's the only meaningfully decentralized and censorship-resistant currency out there. But it can only be decentralized and censorship-resistant if you custody it yourself. It's the only way to truly be in control of your own money. So don't let these government regulators and scammy casinos control your money. They will fail you. Take control of your own finances and buy Bitcoin. Thank you and good day. Thank you, Morton. Mainstream media reported that Bitcoin's price sank following the announcement that CFTC would sue Binance. But when the Treehouse's fact-checkers had a look, one Bitcoin was still worth one Bitcoin. I'd like to welcome back the Treehouse's OG Bitcoin historian from the Range University, Professor Pinto Pete. Pinto? Well, howdy there, folks. It's your old friend Pinto Pete back again to talk to you all about something mighty important. Bitcoin and its connection to the three currencies of life. Now, y'all might be wondering what in tarnation I'm talking about when I mention these three currencies. So let me explain. 
This one you'll want to listen closely to and ponder on. You see, time, energy, and money are three resources that are scarce and precious, and each one plays a crucial role in our lives. When we're youngins, we got time and energy to spare, but not much money. As we get older and start adulting, we might have some money and energy, but time becomes a precious commodity. And when we reach retirement age, we might have all the money and time we need, but energy becomes scarce. But here's the thing, folks. The value of the money we earn throughout our lives can only be realized if we project it into the future. And that's where Bitcoin comes in. Time is something we all got, but it's also something we can never get more of. It's a bit like a river. It just keeps flowing no matter what we do. But with Bitcoin, things are a little different. The Bitcoin network has its own internal clock, known as the time chain, which keeps track of every transaction that's ever been made on the network. That means that when you use Bitcoin, you're not just dealing with regular old time. You're dealing with something special, something that's tied to the very fabric of the universe. Did y'all know Bitcoin is similar to a calendar? You see, each block on the Bitcoin time chain acts like a time capsule, recording the history of all transactions up to that point in time. It's like a virtual calendar that keeps track of all the goings-on in the Bitcoin network. Take a gander at a calendar, and you'll see what I'm talking about. See them squares? Each one's a day, and they're all strung together one right after the other, just like blocks on the Bitcoin time chain. And just like how the progression of time is governed by gravitational and kinetic forces, the progression of the Bitcoin time chain is governed by cryptographic difficulty and the effort to solve it. It's like a second layer to time itself by Jove. So next time y'all think about time, remember that Bitcoin's got its own internal clock ticking away. And then there's energy. Now folks, let me tell you, energy is what makes the world go round. From the food we eat to the fuel we use to power our homes and cars, energy is involved in just about everything we do. With Bitcoin, energy is also a key player. In order to mine new bitcoins, powerful computer processors need to solve complex math problems, and that takes a whole lot of energy. In fact, the bitcoin network is currently approaching 400 exa hashes globally. Now that's some serious hash roddy. I know what you're thinking, Pinto, don't you mean hash rate? Well, that's just city slicker talk. Out here on the range, we call it hash roddy. That's right, yeah, Pinto. But here's the thing, that energy isn't just wasted. It's used to keep the Bitcoin network secure and to validate transactions on the time chain. And best of all, that energy can come from renewable sources like wind and solar power, which means Bitcoin can help drive the adoption of clean energy sources. Last but not least, we've got money. Let me tell you, partner, Bitcoin is the best dang money ever created. It's resistant to dirty tricks like debasement and censorship. Now you all know how important money is. It's what we use to buy the things we need and want. And it's what we save up for the future. But when inflation starts creeping in, the value of our hard-earned money starts to slip away. Now, partner, you see our hard-earned dough comes from the sweat on our brow and the tick-tock of the clock. When that's taken away from us, it's like someone swiping our time and energy right from under our noses. And that's just plain wrong. But with Bitcoin, we've got a form of money that can't be debased or inflated. It's a fair and honest currency that's resistant to the distortions of infinite money. And that means we can truly project the value of our money into the future. So there you have it, folks. Time, energy, and money are the three currencies of life. And Bitcoin is tied to each and every one of them. By understanding the value of these currencies, 
we can better understand the value of our own lives and the resources we use to create wealth. So let's all raise a glass to Bitcoin and the three currencies of life. There's something worth hodling onto. Thank you, Pinto. That's some very heady stuff. Up next, the third installment of the Merkle Treehouse Players presentation of Bitcoin Unleashed. Bitcoin Unleashed. Episode 3. Betrayal. Last time on Bitcoin Unleashed, Mona was on the run from the government agents who were hot on her trail. But in this world of mediocrity, Mona's biggest enemy might just be the people she thought she could trust. I can't keep running forever. I need to find a way to hide my Bitcoin. Someone's coming. Mona, it's me, Lois. Don't worry, I won't turn you in. Lois, thank goodness. I don't know who I can trust anymore. Mona, you need to be careful. The government is cracking down on Bitcoin users. I won't let them stop me, Lois. I believe in a world where excellence is rewarded. Mona, I have to tell you something. I told the government about your Bitcoin. <sighs> Will Mona be able to forgive her friend for betraying her trust? And how will she protect her Bitcoin from the government? Tune into the next episode of Bitcoin Unleashed. Join us this Sunday for the next exciting installment of Bitcoin Unleashed. And now to wrap things up, the comedy stylings of Sammy Nash. Hey folks, Sammy Nash here. Have you heard about this so-called artist commissioned by Greenpeace, Von Wong and his skull of Satoshi? I mean, the only thing he managed to do was make an ugly piece of art and show how easy it is to grift off of irrelevant activist organizations. <laughs> and let's not forget about the real motive behind this piece of crap art. It may have been commissioned by Greenpeace, but that money came from a donation of $5 million from shitcoin company Ripple. They've been trying to discredit Bitcoin for years. I mean, these guys are so desperate, they're willing to pay an artist to create an eyesore just to smear the community. But let's talk about this guy, Von Wong. I mean, what kind of name is that? Sounds like he's trying to be a villain in a James Bond movie. I'm sorry, Mr. Bond, but you won't be able to stop me. I have the skull of Satoshi, and I'm going to use it to destroy the world. And what's with this so-called environmental angle? I mean, if you really cared about the environment... You wouldn't be doing the bidding of shitcoiners. I mean, I don't see him making art pieces about the carbon footprint of private jets or the pollution caused by all the printed money the governments keep churning out. But the best part of this whole situation is how Von Wong tried to backtrack after he got called out. He's like, oh, it's taken on a life of its own. Yeah, like a giant turd that won't flush. So in conclusion, Von Wong is just a corporate propagandist who will sell his soul to the highest bidder. And the skull of Satoshi? 
well, let's just say it's a perfect representation of the wet dreams of your average low-info environmentalist. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Oh boy, that's some great stuff. I almost feel sorry for Von Wong. Almost. And that'll do it for episode 10 of the Merkel Treehouse. Thank you for joining us. Come back on Sunday for an all-new episode. I'm Audrey Merkel reminding you to keep your money hard, your heart soft, and have a little fun sometimes. Horace Morris and the Merkel Treehouse Band. Send us home, boys. This is Maya Moonshadow. Extend your energy into the universe and connect by liking, sharing, following, doing whatever you need to do to spread the word. It's very therapeutic for your chakra. Namaste. Namaste.